This is the AmbiView Audio Experience. Hey everybody, this is your man Tim, and today's episode is on March Madness and how it bankrolls the NCAA. So stick and stay, and let's get after it. In 2010, CBS and Turner signed a $10.8 billion deal with the NCAA. Many businesses end up losing money in the form of employee productivity. How much do you think the players receive for their efforts? First off, welcome to Ambiview, where we serve entrepreneurs, professionals, and others that want to learn about the world of business and develop a business mindset. Remember to hit subscribe and the notification bell so that you can show your support. And today, it's all about March Madness and how it bankrolls the NCAA. For context, during the 2016-17 school year, the NCAA brought in about $1 billion in revenue from all activities. And 75% of that $1 billion came solely from March Madness. But it doesn't stop there. Jump four years into the future to the present day, March Madness now brings in $1 billion in ad revenue by itself. How is this possible? Well, in 2010, CBS and Turner signed a $10.8 billion deal with the NCAA to broadcast the tournament for 14 years. Six years into the deal, they signed an eight-year extension at $8.8 billion that will last through the year 2032. Those broadcasting rights are incredibly valuable because the tournament is seen by a lot of eyeballs around the world. 100 million people in 180 countries watch across the globe. And advertisers will pay for that attention. 30-second ads cost anywhere between $60,000 and $1.5 million, which of course means that only large corporate enterprises such as AT&T and Capital One can afford to be seen. Anyway, while the majority of the NCAA's profits from March Madness come from television ads, broadcast deals, and marketing spend, ticket sales from these massive live audiences bring in a truckload of money as well. Now, the NCAA doesn't announce what it makes from ticket sales, but overall tournament attendance has fluctuated between a low of 650,000 people to a high of 799,000 people depending on the year. Based on an average ticket price of $250 a game, that's between $162.5 million and $199.75 million split between ticket sellers on the secondary market and the NCAA. An interesting point to note here is that while the NCAA makes a ton of money from March Madness, many businesses end up losing money in the form of employee productivity. In 2019, it was estimated that 75 million employees spent about 6.5 hours of company time streaming games and working on brackets. That works out to roughly 13.5 billion in lost wages. But March Madness has led to higher office morale, even if it only lasts for 15 days during the tournament. Now I want you to think about something. If the NCAA rakes in $1 billion from a 15-day tournament, then how much do you think the players receive for their efforts? Exactly zero. Which means... With that, my friends, it's been my pleasure, and thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Tim Jones, and as always, please remember to share it and follow us. Also, be sure to check out the video version of this episode on YouTube as we have some great visuals to drive these concepts home. In next Tuesday's episode, we'll discuss how much college athletes should be paid. Until then, keep grinding, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.